Mark 15, verse 16 through 32. And the soldiers led him away inside the palace, that is the governor's headquarters. And they called together the whole battalion. They clothed him in a purple cloth and twisted together a crown of thorns. And they put it on him. And they began to salute him. Hail the king of the Jews. And they were striking his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling down in homage to him. But when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloth and put his own clothes on him. And they led him out to be crucified. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his garments among them, casting lots for them to decide what each should take. And it was the third hour when they crucified him. And when the inscription of the charge against him read, the king of the Jews, and with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, aha, you would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, he saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down from the cross that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also reviled him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, obviously, kind of the most central scene in Christianity comes upon us today, Graham. We're mm -hmm. finishing up the Gospel of Mark. We just have this week to go. We've been chipping away at Mark for, I don't know, has it been two months now, maybe yeah. more. Uh, and here we come to this kind of climactic moment where Jesus takes on the sin of the world and dies in our stead. And people don't understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, they think, look, you know, if you're so powerful, you're going to rebuild the temple. If you're going to, um, you know, say that you're the son of God, come off the cross and then we'll bleed you. But they don't understand all that he really is doing on their behalf. What are your thoughts on the passage, Graham? I agree with everything you're saying. And the thing that comes to mind is, for me, is uh, the question, what do you think about when you think of love? And uh, what do I think about when I think of love? Oftentimes I think about, you know, the romantic movies, the rom-coms, that kind of stuff. Uh, I love 51st Dates. You ever seen that movie? No. Oh, I've never watched that movie. I mean, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Are you I've serious? Seen, you haven't seen that movie? I've seen like Notting Hill. I, I don't really watch like a lot of rom-coms. Gosh, this is awkward. Sorry. Well, what I, I, mean, I, appreciate, to, what I was trying to say is I, I don't either. I but, I've seen um, <laughs> uh, When Harry Met Sally. I've seen some rom-coms. Well, this is a Meg good one. Ryan, she's awesome. Yeah. I mean, actually, I wasn't even thinking about talking more about that movie, but if you've seen the movie, it's actually a great example uh, of uh, well, sacrifice. Yeah, let's for, go with 51st States. Yeah, yeah well, well, I don't know. What, what is it about? Is it Drew Barrymore is the, the okay, gal? Okay. And, and so she uh, e. got in a car wreck and basically, and, and if I'm wrong with the name, I'm going to, you know, somebody's going to text me. But anyway, but she gets in a car wreck and she has a short-term memory loss. She loses her memory af after each day. 
Oh, I see. And so her family basically creates that day and like, you know, creates uh, like restocks newspapers and everything. So she still thinks she's living that one day. Wow. And like her goal is like. Oh, and she went on a date or something? And then she met a guy. And so the guy uh. isn't aware of this. And so he meets her. They have a great experience. And then, you know, he tries to find her the next day and he, she has no idea who he is. And so this is the, the rest of the movie is a, basically a pursuit of this gal. And, you know, the family's kind of against it. Sounds like a great movie, Graham. But hey, you know, I, at the end of the movie, I, I don't know. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, well, it doesn't, you know, it's not like a, it's not like The Village or something <laughs> like that. I didn't realize that like the crucifixion <laughs> I story. I really wasn't planning on talking about this at all. Drew Barrymore uh, know, like, analogy. Well, anyway, the, you got to finish it now. Yeah, I know I'm, yeah. we're too deep in it now, but basically the guy demonstrates not the same amount of sacrifice as Christ. Let's be clear, but sacrificial love, for a Drew kind Barrymore. of sacrificial yeah. love where, you know, he is uh, eventually at the end of the movie, like marries her and is committed to like helping show her what her life has become every single morning for the rest of her life because mm -hmm. she'll forget. And so she's got kids now and all those sort of things. And I mean, this is the very end of the movie. But anyway, I mean, he's basically giving all of his life for this gal to 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 take care of her and and, and all the things that come along with you know her you know situation. And, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny you say this because what you're talking about is like, what does love mean? What does love mean? Right? Is it just this romantic thing or is this sacrifice? That's right. So yeah, the the other day, um, this kid came up to me and he said. Uh, <laughs> He said, nothing's free in this. My mom says nothing's free in this world except for love. And uh, it's a nice thing to say, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, actually, son, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to where I start calling little kids little son. son wow. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. I, feel, I feel awesome yeah. about it. But I said, well, actually, son, uh, love is the most costly thing of all. Yeah. And um, I think that like, I do think we live in this like, mm -hmm. you know, age where, yeah, I mean, no, nothing's free except for love. Just give love away. Love is love. Let people love. Mm -hmm. But like real love, right? like real love mm -hmm. looks like this, uh, uh, where Jesus yeah. is willing to meet us in, uh, in our greatest debt, mm -hmm. our worst debt, the debt that we could not pay, the debt of sin. Um, the debt of a terrifying debt, the debt of death, the debt of the second death. And he meets us in this place and, and shares this burden with us mm -hmm. so that we can live that, that my friend, that's love. That is love. I love what, uh, uh, John 15 says about this in verse 13, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. And, and this is what Christ has done for us. Spurgeon says this at the end of one of his sermons that's really stuck with me as I was studying this uh, passage in um, John 15. He says, Jesus was up on the cross, nailing, bleeding, dying, looking down on the people, betraying him and forsaking him and denying him. And in the greatest act of love in the history of the universe, he stayed. Mm. And that's the love of our Savior for us. And, and and that's the love of our Savior who knows what is what would happen and what has happened in our life and knew who he was dying for and went to the cross. And with being the Son of God, with all power and glory ascribed to that position, he stays. Yeah, and, that's so good. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's interesting. I kind of want to close it, but I just want to say one more thing. It's not like they're rooting him on either. Right. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're actually questioning him. Does he really, you know, who mm -hmm. is this guy? Like, does, does, is he really the right. son of God? He could get down. 
he he's willing to be humiliated because of his love for us and that mm-hmm. you know he stays he endures sacrifice he actually he his name in front of these people at least now obviously now he has the name that is above all names but in front of these people his name is tarnished but he stays because he loves us for graham thompson i'm jason dees thanks for listening thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on god's word If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.